Hello and welcome to the Bad Asian Podcast, the world's most inconsistent podcast. I'm your host, David Nguyen, and joining me today is Imran Chi. And our special guest today, returning guest, I'm back, Tiamari Jode. It's me. Thank you for that horn. You, it's been about a year since you appeared on this podcast. Yeah, I guess so. Time really does fly. Mm -hmm. I know. Before Uh, we had our own recording space, and mm -hmm. now we're in Emron's house. Now we're old men huddled in a living room. (laughs) (laughs) Some of us look really good for our age, primarily me and you. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's very kind. Time has not been kind. Time has not been kind to Emron. Well, David's just mad because I I stuck my dick in his water. Oh, did you? I did. Oh, but he knew about it. He did. And this was his only way of getting back. He's still (laughs) drinking the water for some reason. (laughs) And Emron is upset when he stuck his old withered dick into my water. <laughs> oh, your, your dick was just really, really needed some hydration. Yeah. The shrinkage is a shame. The same. He, it's the same. <laughs> it's the exact same. Yeah. The difference was he had to take Viagra before he, he could get hard enough for him to dip it into the water. Do you mean to reach the, the, the meniscus of <laughs> yeah, the water? Yes, exactly. I'm glad yeah, yeah. you used meniscus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It shows your, your chemistry knowledge. Very unbrand, wouldn't yeah. you say? Very. <laughs> do you ever use your chemistry knowledge anymore? Not really, but I do, and I'm going to show you right now. still have a pocket periodic table in my wallet. What a fucking Wait, nerd. do you even need that? Don't you no, don't I have think it memorized? this is more that I have uh, mental issues, because <laughs> I've had this in my wallet since uh, sophomore year of high school. Let me see. Yeah, so I was like... How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Don't toss it around like that. It says that I'm proud to be a proud chemist. Proud to be a chemist. Even As though a I'm chemist, not. my work contributes to the highest quality oh God, of I modern life. Chemistry is the key to solving many hey, of shut up, the real quick. Earth's problems. <laughs> Do you have a favorite element? Uh, ooh. Oh, good question. That's an excellent question. Hmm. You know what? I think it's just going to have to be carbon because I'm really fucking boring and unoriginal. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Why I didn't just, you pick a noble gas? Because I have a biology background. And, and carbon carbon is kind of fascinating for a lot of stupid reasons So that no one needs to know about. No, I want to know about it. Why I'm, carbon? Give me three reasons why you picked carbon. Carbon is the reason we're alive. Okay. Uh, it, it's 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 like the perfect molecule, not the perfect molecule, but an ideal atom uh, to form molecules with in that tetrahedron format. And now I feel like I'm just on the spot <laughs> being quizzed about stuff that I haven't thought about in years. Um, but yeah, it, it, it uh, creates a lot of stable molecules, um, and then everything that fuels us mm-hmm. is based off of carbon. And so carbon is like... The- and, and the idea... Oh yeah, because if you go down the column of the periodic table... Uh, you know, you get similar properties along the way. So right below carbon is silicon. And so uh, there are just some people out there who like to think that there might be silicon-based life out there, possibly, because it's a similar chemical thing. So it's cool to think about. What is the, amongst the chemist community, (laughs) what do you think is the most popular element? They're like, oh, carbon's so boring, gold, Um, that is so pretentious. my, My guess is that it has to be like the elements that are discovered on their campuses <laughs> uh, because like I, I should have said I should have said Berkelium I should have said Berkelium or Einsteinium or like one of the others I do I'm sure I have a t-shirt with the Berkelium symbol on it because like Berkeley kids are so proud that a, a lot of bunch of elements are discovered at Berkeley and we like sometimes we'll like we beat Stanford or like whatever that was like a thing that people talked about what about vibranium is that can that exist uh what you know about vibranium exist? yeah I 
I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> Just from what I know. Uh, okay. It would be really cool, yeah. But but to be fair, I also <laughs> definitely dropped out of a materials chemistry course. So that was like that was around the time where I really moved to biology because I was like not feeling it. And then I was sitting in this class and I was like, oh, I yeah, I'm overwhelmed with how much this isn't a fit for me anymore. Of all the fictional materials elements yeah. that exist in the yeah. – uh, comic universe What sure. is your favorite uh, Fictional material uh, Element uh, I guess adamantium I'm really boring Adamantium Because okay. Wolverine Is one of my favorite heroes I see The There's... metal thing That uh, it's happening With DC right now Is pretty cool though Go oh, on. with the okay, the, yeah. yeah, the metal crossover yeah, that's happening right now. It's basically a thousand Batmans and that are trying to kill everybody. Yeah, and it's it's another cheesy crossover. Isn't that but it's the Jet so Li well. movie? The, <laughs> the one? one, maybe. Isn't that kind the of, Jet Li movie? Yeah, yeah. Except yeah. except the one is Bruce Wayne. Yeah, and it's 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 a and there's nothing scarier than the one. Other than the one being a rich white man, that would make it even worse. <laughs> that is the scariest thing you could think about. It, yeah, and and like the, they keep tying metal into it, and but but what I like about it is that it's the most '90s thing ever, in a good way, which is hard to hit. I feel so. I don't. I, I can only think of end metal, adamantium. Yeah, and what about Uru, the thing that the <laughs> Milnor is made of. Oh wow, Mjolnir! Yeah, dude, you're flexing on us right now. I we're already kind of embarrassing ourselves. <laughs> uh, the right, only other the only other element I, I could think of is unobtainium, but that's from <laughs> Avatar. <laughs> I still think that's a joke every time I hear it. I, I it I've is a joke. Seen it the is, movie? It is I mean, a joke. there's also we mentioned vibranium, yeah, which is what adamantium is derived from. Right. I did see a. Hey, how come ad- can adamantium absorb energy like the way vibranium can? No, no, um, yeah. It's That's just whack. unbreakable somehow. Which, like, uh, that, I guess, begs the question, where is that energy going if it's not absorbing? I like think about that does? all the time. I bet you do. I was, I that's do. why I was addressing it directly. <laughs> I was looking right at you when I said that. I just accepted it. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot yeah, what it was, but there was, like, a scene where Captain America jumps off of um, this fucking freeway, mm-hmm. and then he gets hit with a missile, and then he mm-hmm. just kind of lands on his shield and then just kind of, like, gets up and brushes himself off. And I was like... That's wrong on. <laughs> there's so many. There's yeah, so yeah, much yeah. wrong Why with that right now. Why didn't he just ripple out in a, like just, an explosive shockwave and, and tear apart at the same time? Anything. He should have. <laughs> he's that. Everybody in that universe would have been dead a long time ago. Iron Man would have died right. in the desert. No, because the shield <laughs> absorbed all the energy. Not no. The one that he made out of. Uh, Lockheed Martin parts in the fucking <laughs> in the cave where he flew up yeah. and then blew up and just kind of fell. Yeah. Into the into the desert, and as a person who has fallen on sand before, would it you is rather very have hard. shrapnel being suspended in his heart? I he don't know, man. <laughs> would, I don't know. Do you rather have adamantium bones or vibranium bones? Ooh, um, I think adamantium bones because if you try to utilize like the vibration powers of vibranium, wouldn't that just ripple out through your flesh and then you just bubble out every time and if you don't regenerate right then that's a way worse presuming you regenerate yeah like an adamantium skeleton is just like a like a like a life insurance policy but like the vibranium is like a ticking time bomb right i don't know maybe (laughs) that that would be my guess okay (laughs) i always wondered if i like that scientists like no that's stupid (laughs) we gotta go adamantium you idiots oh no please don't tweet at me angrily (laughs) I always wondered if Logan got fat, if he could just cut his fat off and then his he would heal with a this, six pack. Yeah, well, Why there was a storyline to cut. There was a storyline like so where Logan uh, was 
you know, deserted somewhere and yeah. he didn't have a food source. So he would just cut off a piece of his body and eat it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then he would just <laughs> regenerate that. that. That is fucking disgusting. <laughs> that is pretty terrible. Uh, but what are you going to do? Which begs the question, how much of him can be destroyed in order for him to regenerate? Uh, the- apparently one molecule. He's like Cell from Dragon Ball. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Which is which is definitely overpowered. Uh, you think so? I th- from I one think cell. So. Yeah, from one cell. I mean, uh, but Wait, also, are we talking about cell or Wolverine? <laughs> <laughs> cell is kind of overpowered. Yeah, if you yeah, think yeah. About it. that's true. I was actually watching a, a, a film critique of Dragon Ball Z last night. So, because that's Ooh, what I. What did do. you learn? Um, oh, he, he was just explaining the phenomenon of the anime and how it changed literally the entire world. <laughs> like Dragon Ball Z was a different way of telling uh, a story that hadn't been seen in that medium ever. So. Did you agree with it? Yes. Oh, nice. Yeah, I usually agree with this guy, though, on everything. Uh-huh. I very rarely disagree with him. It's very... Uh, what if you found out he was part of the alt-right? Would that change? <laughs> You're like, okay, I can accept that. <laughs> your critique well, on Dragon Ball, but well, that, not your critique on nationals. Compared to every other anime reviewer that I've watched on YouTube, he's like the one who isn't like that. <laughs> he's like the one guy who actually is like, well, this thing is sexist. And you're like, oh, okay, I didn't expect you to say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are a lot of uh, creepier anime reviewers online that I don't watch. Do they believe that Goku is Asian or do they think he's white? That Well, that didn't really come up in his analysis, but Goku is definitely Asian. Yeah, yeah. Well, technically he's a Saiyan, so we don't right. even know what race Saiyan He's got a monkey tail. But like, yeah, but he's based on like a Chinese hero. So like how much more Asian can you get, right? <laughs> if he's based on the monkey king. But you don't understand. <laughs> he's white and blonde. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't even want to think about that movie. <laughs> I never watched it, and I'm glad I didn't. Yeah, it was pretty well, bad. Well, we are just talking about the wasn't, anime. Who was Master Roshi in that remake, though? Wasn't it like Chow oh, Yun Fat? Yeah, Chow Yun Fat. That's right. Who was oh, Chinese, boy. not Japanese. I know, but, but then again, <laughs> that's not the biggest issue. problem. Yeah, with why it did at we all? do that to I him? I think though. they were trying to get Terrible. Jackie Chan for a really long time. What was like worse? Because you're part of the Great Debates. Sure. Right? Yeah. Nerd Rage, the Great Debates. Thank you for that plug. Referencing previous guest, Wonder Dave. Who mm-hmm. is also yeah. co-host, co-producer of Nerd Rage: The Great Debate? Yeah, I was going <laughs> to listen to that actual episode on the way home tonight. Worst adaptation? Yes. Dragon Go. Ball Evolution or The Last Airbender? Go. Ooh. Uh, hmm. From what I know, uh, I'm going to say Avatar: The Last Airbender. Does it, is it because it hurts more because the director was a brown guy? <laughs> yes. I, that's a fair guess, uh, but it's not actually that. I think it's more that um, Dragon Ball Z had its own kind of simple way of being a story, mm-hmm. and so there wasn't even a lot for them to build a movie off of in mm-hmm. the way that they wanted to. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. of course, it was going to be bad. But, like, Avatar The Last Airbender is based off of a very good, very well-told story. I believe it's to be the case. Well, okay, how about Forest Time? And um, we'll qualify that way, but, like... I, I feel like this guy who's already been noticeably bad at storytelling up yeah. until recently, thankfully, uh, who like just took a good story and then just ruined everything about it, f- like every second of the way. The the fact that there were earthbenders who weren't captive on a metal boat out in the ocean and they were just <laughs> in a tiny valley surrounded by earth. And the only thing they needed was a pep talk from a kid? Come on. That's insane. Do you yeah. think M. Light Shyamalan watched The Last Airbender? <laughs> or was he just given an outline? He's like, okay, I got this. Yeah, I bet he didn't. Every time <laughs> I watch interviews with him, I'm like, this guy doesn't know what his deal is. <laughs> he has like no idea how to approach the world, I feel. Well, what do you think his deal is then? 
He's like, bitch, I made the sixth sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he's just a tryhard. I don't know. <laughs> he's a tryhard, right? Like, I feel like he's just, he's really desperate to do something like the sixth sense again, and he can't. I mean, do you that think makes that sense. comes from his yeah. Indian roots? <laughs> <laughs> mm. Indian mm. people, answer. That's a good question. What do you think, Imran? Do you think it's the pressure of his own upbringing that pushes him to strive for perfection and fail every time? Oh, sorry. I kind of zoned out for a second. <laughs> I was thinking about when he said brown people, I started thinking about Dinesh D'Souza again. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry that you did. <laughs> um, I was going to say maybe not. I think M. Night Shyamalan is just a dummy. Okay. <laughs> but um, speaking of dummies. <laughs> Dinesh what, D'Souza. Yeah, have you been thinking about him a lot? Well, he was on, he's on Twitter right now. Oh, what's what's he? The, is he getting in on the gun debate or something? Yeah, yeah of course exactly. he is. Of course he is. I d- I don't. I hate him so much. <laughs> I hate him so much. <laughs> to reference back a previous question that I asked Emron, why are Indian politicians garbage <laughs> in the United States? Because we got Dinesh, we right. got Bobby, right? You got it, the FCC it, guy. It yeah, boils down to you like, got Nikki Haley or half of her at least. Yeah, <laughs> I, I a Jeep pie. It, I think who's that? That's the FCC guy. Oh, right. Oh. But he's under Dude, investigation I know, I know. right now. Yeah, yeah, I know. He's under investigation. We are all dancing, uh, man. Which yeah. doesn't help or also reinforces my claim. But as long as I don't see a stupid Indian politicians grin are garbage. with that stupid mug, that another try-hard kind of guy, I guess. But um, let's not read into why there are two Indian dudes in a row that are try-hards. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean... I, I was thinking it is like a model minority thing with with uh, Asian dudes who are going to the alt right and going to conservatives because like it, it's this whole thing where white supremacists to I guess further split people that they already hate they're just, they're just like uh, black people are worse than us than pretty much everything uh, but Asians you're smart. And then, like, the Asians are expected to be like, oh, what? Oh, me? That's very kind. I guess I'll have your back. And it's this, it's, it, I don't have a better phrase for it than, like, a pet or, like, a lap dog. Like, I don't understand, I don't think these Asian dudes who hang out with Nazis or whatever, because there are a lot of those posts online right now. Yeah, I don't, didn't you, I don't think you they posted realized. about some, I did, what's yeah. that dude's name? Uh, uh, oh, I actually forgot. Uh, I was reading his whole story though, and it's kind of tragic. What is it? He, uh, he, he's a start from the beginning. So he's an Asian American dude. He's an Asian American guy who is what well, kind uh, of Asian? Chinese. Uh, I think he's Korean. Oh, nice. I think, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just breathe a sigh of relief, or are you just ready to anything but Vietnamese? I wish you had said Vietnamese, even though you were lying. I mean, we can look at the post on my Facebook. But no, um, I looked at his eyes. He wasn't Vietnamese. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and so he's he's fully bought into white supremacy. Um, uh, and, and like he proclaims the superiority of white people over him. Uh, but then also identifies himself as Caucasian. He's insisting that uh, light-skinned Asians like himself, uh, non-South Asians, are also white somehow. They're also Aryan, and he keeps insisting that he is. And it, it's it's very weird. And this Asian blog site, I guess, like wrote a whole expose about him. And he he has a single mother. His dad uh, bounced when he was little. Um, he has like a lot of pent-up rage. I guess he's always been viciously bullied for being Asian. And then he went to college. He pledged at a frat. And then I guess two of the brothers forced him to give them blowjobs. Oh. And then I guess, I'm assuming that's when he snapped, and, and like, right around that. And, like, he admits to it, but then he insists that he's straight, and he keeps posting pictures of himself with white women to prove that he himself is white. Wow. Because by his logic, white women would never sleep with an Asian man. 
Wow. So he figuratively and literally suck white people's dick. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. He really, he like, he took what happened and then he was like, how do I apply this in a, in a sort of rhetorical sense? Yeah. How do I, how do I make my life a symbol? Uh, yeah, it's a bummer. It's a fucking bummer. Um, but like there are a bunch of dudes like this who just, I think they're just excited that they're not uh, being bullied as much. Do you think his story being shared around the internet is good? Is good? Oh, like, are you, are you saying, could it inspire other people out there? Yeah, like, like say, if Asian people did not share this story around the internet. No, I think these dudes started in the, in the crevices of the internet in the first place, right? I mean, well, not that much of a crevice. 4chan is pretty famous. Yeah, yeah. But, like, yeah, like, those kind of sites, uh, yeah, were populated by, by nerds. And, you know, let's be frank. I mean, like, so the, the Asian guy from Berkeley that I went to school with. He, Stephen uh, Koo. Yep. <laughs> uh, no, some other dude uh, who used to, you know, get into it with me on Facebook all the time. He was. He, he was <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think that. Um, but he, yeah, the, all the facts are lining up. But uh, no, this dude was actually um, co-president of the anime club at Berkeley with okay. his twin brother. Okay. So that that was was he the make evil twin? I uh, no, I think his well, his brother's better at hiding it because his brother's a doctor, but he posted like a celebratory status uh, on election day, and I was like, "Damn, All right, man, like I get Damn. it, I know what you're doing, and you're a doctor." Are they? But are they Christian though? Because I also see that like that uh, happens more in like people who are who define themselves yeah. more as Christian. I, I don't remember if I Asian. asked him specifically that question, but I think I brought up like religion, and I, I feel like he was coming off as a little more secular than anything. Yeah. Um, which is already like a stupid combination. Wait, what kind of Asian was he? Uh, he's Chinese. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, you got two for zero so far. Two next, for two, I mean. Next time, just lie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, and then this guy, the Vietnamese Hitler. No. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like, they, they, I guess they already went to the internet being weird little anime trolls posting on little boards and then, yeah. and then like being edgy on purpose mm-hmm. to embrace what makes them repulsive to society. And then, uh, and then it just kind of echoed out to like a fever pitch, and now they're what they were ironically pretending to be because they've been saying slurs on the internet since we were children. I got, I got a question for you. I, yeah. There's one thing I never understood mm-hmm. uh, that you do. It's like you fight people on the internet, like I, you I've, really I've, fucking yeah. fight people on the internet. I don't expect and anyone I to don't notice. understand why. <laughs> I don't expect anyone to notice, but I've actually not done that for the past week. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Because no one, no one's gonna. Because it's like yeah, I, yeah. I'll look at something on my Facebook, yeah. and then like I'll just look at something, know, and then next thing I look I back, it has like. 453 yeah. comments yeah, 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 and yeah, like yeah, half yeah. of them are from you and I'm like what the fuck the week the week before that uh, I, I was like I was in that mindset that you have like I'd finally reached that stage where I would get into these arguments and then I'd sit back and I'm like what am I doing <laughs> uh, it got to the point where I'd like segmented my life where I was just like doing my daily things and then whenever I ended up on public transit I'd have like the time to respond to stuff oh. um, and it, it just escalated from there because uh, I my car is a piece of garbage and mm-hmm. I take public transit everyone now <laughs> so I have a lot of free time uh, it was everything I've, I've been scrolling through Facebook on the way over here but like you know what it makes me wonder how much um, pu- people who take public transportation yeah, yeah. <laughs> correlate to the people yeah. who uh, get into things on the internet yeah. now it's I, like trolls yeah. are just people who take public transport <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
if you had a car, the internet would be a nicer yeah, kind of place. Wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah, or at least self-driving cars with like entertainment systems. I feel like people would be so oh, much no, more distracted. Oh no, self-driving is going to make it worse. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, everybody's going to have uh, the type. It's true. Yeah, keyboard warriors zipping across interstate mm-hmm. highways. Um, but I, I mean, yeah, I think I think what what. I don't. I don't know how much to analyze it myself as to why I kept doing it, but I, I think it was just this this belief in myself that I held for so long that I was like, adults. I feel like adults. If you talk to them enough, if you reason with them enough, eventually you'll figure out how to explain something to them. Like you should be able to teach anyone, any average person, any average thing. Mm-hmm. I feel right. Like a stranger could probably teach another stranger how to ride a bicycle. Mm-hmm. Like that kind of idea. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I grew up in like a very superstitious household. I grew up in like a very insane household. Mm-hmm. Uh, people just didn't look at reality objectively. That's probably why I'm obsessed with science because science and math are correct. Yeah. No matter who, what kind of person I might be. But then you abandoned science. <laughs> uh, did I? Well, no, I oh, you mean professional. Yeah. yeah. But I, I've, I've always like... I try to live my life like a science nerd. Okay, got it. Uh, but and you so picked- it came to this. It was just like people, you know. Wait, I, is that why you got into science too? What is that why you got into science too? Are you even paying attention when he? No, speaks? no, no. I was. I, I know. Imar comes from like a loving family, so I don't know if he necessarily. No, but he to comes from a superstitious background reality. as well. I mean, my parents are religious. Yeah, devout. I mean, yeah, they're devout. I mean, yeah. superstitious. Devout is no, I, different. I liked science. Do you? Th- why do you think people uh, make a distinction between superstition and religion? Um, I think because you can believe nobody believes in ghosts, but everybody believes in chins. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna say more of the, the cheesier. I feel like people used to say this on Reddit all the time, but like superstition is just a precursor to religion, right? Maybe people can start religions out of anything that they believe fervently enough, and especially if they find enough patterns. Uh, they're like, you can say cats are bad luck, but then you can say cats are bad luck. Also, this cat just murdered my grandmother in front of me. Also, uh, this cat is my grandmother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you'd be like, okay, now here's my cat religion. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you yeah. just need several superstitions together. And that sounds really condescending and I don't mean to be an asshole. I think I'm old enough to know that. Well, the show's called The Bad Agents. Yeah, so That's it fair. isn't fucking. Yeah. Well, I don't want to, I don't want to preach anymore about being an atheist. I, I try to live a very chill, I try to live a scientific atheist life, which is which means that I mind my own business unless it affects so the public So back to Emron, is yeah. that why you got into science? No, I got into science because it made sense to me. So you, yeah, you just got the, like the logical approach to it. Yeah, basically. Yeah. That's and, it. That, and that's what I mean by living like a scientist. I guess. You're, um, very, you're very, very pragmatic. I think we can agree yeah. with that, right? You're incredibly intensely pragmatic and that's because you're, you're hyper-rational. Probably. I would say. Probably. Are uh, you well, hyper-rational gonna- though? I was going to ask you something about Hinduism because you were, wait, were you raised Hindu or were you raised Jain? Yeah, I'm Hindu. Okay. Because yeah. um, I was talking to another Hindu friend of mine. He was just like, well, a lot of the, it's not necessarily a polyistic religion. Mm-hmm. He was trying to argue with me that like they were all different qualities of, or characterizations of, of God. And that if you look back enough at like the Bhavad Gita, that they're all, it's like one creator or something like that. I was sure. like, what? Yeah. Uh, I mean, well, there are, there are all those kind of concepts of like all of our souls being linked together and all that stuff, I guess. Um, I, I don't know why so many Indians keep pushing it. I think the idea is that Hindus keep getting made fun of for having a bunch of gods. That's like somehow a punchline in America that I've heard a bunch where they're like, oh yeah, you got like 3000 gods and then like laugh track, laugh track. And I'm like, Yes. Are you saying that, are you bragging that your ancestors were not as creative? Like, what are you trying to get at? 
like, yeah, Marvel also has that many characters, and everyone loves Marvel. So yeah. <laughs> tell me, what, I could tell you a million awesome Hindu stories, but like the point is that. Yeah, you already have one God story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 one book, and yeah. I have like a million book stories that literally came out of comic books for me because they they literally yeah. illustrated comic books. Dude, out have of you, Hindu have you read the Nth Metal series? On Hinduism, <laughs> right. it's fucking dope. Right, I'm having a have spear. you? Because that's sacrilegious. No, I haven't. Okay, <laughs> that's I, haven't read, I haven't read anything. You're not disallowed from reading other no, religions. No, no. <laughs> but he's not gonna go out of his way to do it because I think the fear is still in him. I would rather yeah. read comic books. I yeah. don't really read it. I, I feel like I need to it. sit down and read all of it, but I, I just don't have the energy. And I feel like I've gotten the cliff notes over the years. Okay. Of just talking to religious people and getting... And I went to a Catholic school and like, you know, what? I've read some Wikipedia pages here. Did you there. challenge the Catholic school teachers? Wait, did the no. Catholic school teachers come up to you and be like, don't you have 3,000 gods? <laughs> uh, some of the kids did, yeah. yeah. Um, but like... No, I mean, it was actually a really chill school. And it, was, it was in a fairly conservative part of the East Bay, but it's still the Bay Area. So it's, everyone was fairly chill. Looking back, there was like more of like a George W. Bush uh, kind of like early 2000s conservative vibe okay. uh, that I never noticed because I was just so surrounded by it all the time. Mm. Um, but being Hindu and, and honestly, the fact that my parents were so conservative with yeah. their Hinduism, mm-hmm. I think insulated me from all of it. And that's like maybe the one good thing that came out of that. <laughs> How do you define conservative Hinduism? Like uh, they hate Emron? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, think it, I'm a conservative Hindu. <laughs> 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 well, yeah, it's not like thou shalt hate Imran. Yeah. Uh, Imran G of the 2000s. Um, <laughs> specifically sure. this one man. But, uh, but yeah, you certainly are <laughs> excited to announce that. Um yeah, I mean, yeah, like a lot, a lot of like hating others, a lot of uh, it, it's just, it's just exactly what you'd expect from conservative Christians, but the, the, the names of the deities are different. It, it's like almost word for you know, like uh, uh, homophobia, uh, racism, sexism. Uh, actually, the sexism not so much, but I think that's the. That's just Asian culture in general about education to thank for. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. even then, like with education, even if that's like crazy liberal, there's certainly is there uh, still sorry. some pretty conservative sexist. Is there a ethics. doctrine within Hinduism that says uh, homosexuality is bad? Not really. And in fact, the uh, yeah. So what does that the Hijra people um, are a people as well. They're, they're one of those uh, third gender they're communities third gender. that a lot of cultures have around the world. So mm. um, I don't know a lot about them, but I saw like one YouTube documentary. <laughs> So where do you suppose like something like uh, homophobia within the Indian community comes from? Uh, I think a lot of people will Hollywood. Quickly, yeah, yeah. Will, like, <laughs> um, quickly, it's called Bollywood. <laughs> no, Bollywood doesn't acknowledge them at all. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, it reinforces I, my point. Then people blame the British for it, but I, I, oh. don't, I don't know if I totally agree with that. I, I feel I, like, I've never heard that before. They, yeah. Do they? Yeah, because that, that yeah. seems like the easiest scapegoat <laughs> it's, it's to be it's honest. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, and you also, if you're gonna blame anyone, like uh, the uh, the Mughals, like the Muslim invaders, probably yeah. brought a whole new yep. brand of conservatism to India, and like, but before that, like. Every culture was homophobic, I feel like, almost, except for, like, a few. And then even the ones that weren't, like, were doing it really weird, like, Greek. Greece was, like, doing it yeah. very wrong, I feel. Uh, In what way? Because they were fucked boys? Old, old, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that's uh, predatory. I just I just think it's funny. There's some dude in India who was like, yeah, these British, they came, they stole all the jewels from the Taj Mahal, and then they were like, hate the gays, and then they <laughs> left. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they were just like, real quick, uh, women are terrible. And then, yeah, 
People were like, look, the British did. And I was like, well, no, everyone was kind of so saying We're more yeah. terrible except our queen, the empress. <laughs> right. Okay, bye. Yeah, we're going to give her all of this jewelry because women love that, right? So uh, you just came from a an audition, right? Oh, yeah, I did, yeah. How did that go? Oh, I think it went okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was chill. Do you do a lot of um, commercial auditions and stuff like that? I've been doing them more in the past, like, month and a half. It takes a while for it to, like, ramp up, when and you have to really be available, so... How are um, these commercial checks? Um, they're all right. I, I only just did my first commercial in, like, two years, just, like, a week ago. Okay. So, yeah, I'm just getting back into it. And Is that why the- you stopped fighting people online? <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, when you're on set and, like... It's like, yo, did the credit union guy just yeah. <laughs> check me on the internet? If you're in the green room, all you have to do is read or go on your phone or mm-hmm. eat. And so, if anything, I had more time to get into Facebook. Ah, uh, okay. You're like, I got money now, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that was the thing, though, is that like it really got to this point where I was getting so busy again that I was like, I, I don't have the time for this anymore. And, and, but at the same time, I feel bad. Like some of the people, I definitely do this a lot. A lot of the people that I end up arguing with, mm-hmm. I, I end up like having a moment of understanding with them. I feel like I always get it to a point where I'm like, okay, so I think you finally understand where I'm coming from, right. even if you don't agree with me. Okay. I think I've gotten you to understand what I'm saying. Mm. And, and, and that always becomes interesting because they always get a lot nicer because something clicks for them where I think they, they are suddenly able to see someone else's perspective. Uh, you know, in other words, practice empathy and the people who I've given up on over the past two years, mm-hmm. um, I, I'm starting to accept like, oh, I think I just have lost causes. And I, I think the return on investment is getting pretty low. Like in the beginning, I would, I would argue with people and... And, like, friends would message me, and they'd be like, thanks for saying that. Like, I, I feel like I can't say that as much because I get a lot of flack for it. And I'm like, And no now problem. all your friends are fatigued? I think everyone's <laughs> exhausted, and I think... Uh, do you what, think Trump had something to do with that? May, I, yeah, I think people thought that there would be a point where everyone's like, okay, now we're now this is it, right? We're right. done? And then, everyone, and then the rest of the country was like, no, we're not done. We're going to keep being okay with this. And so... Yeah, it gets tiring. And I think a lot of people started messaging me, like, concerned... And I, I'm not, like, trying to make it sound like I, I was fighting a war and I'm exhausted. It's not that. I'm just, like, I think I just felt bad that I was worrying my friends. And I was like, well, okay. If this is just, at this point, stressing everyone else out, then there's no more point to any of this. I'm so just, you stopped fighting online for other people? Well, I mean, I think that's part of it. But I, I think also I was just, like, there are so many things that I could be working on right yeah. now and, like, yeah. so many other things I could be doing. Like, even if I'm just on public transit mostly or, like, if I'm just, like, so what happens a lot is that I wake up in the morning and then I have, like, an hour before I have to take a shower and, like, head out or something. Right. And I just lie in bed and Facebook argue. And uh. that's a terrible way to start your day. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, even if, like, I'm not doing much else during this free time, it's better to... You know, I've just been doing stuff like I'm just trying to be more positive, which is yeah. stupid for me. I like I don't think that's dumb. Trying to like do food food uh kitchen stuff. Okay. I'm gonna sign up for one and do stuff like that, maybe. So let me ask you this. Yeah. In all of your arguing, mm-hmm. have you ever won? Yeah. You have. Yeah. In fact, convince one time I convinced a transphobic guy to not be a transphobe anymore. And and in fact, on the recent one, the recent argument on Facebook that I like stopped arguing on and I was like, I'm, I'm officially done. Yeah. He commented and he was like, why are there so many comments on this one? And all I could say was like, I can't stop because I can't stop. Yeah. And he, he like reacted to that very supportively. And I was like, oh, that's right. I'd forgotten. You're the guy that like, I, I spent like an hour. I offered, I offered, I told him like, send me a Facebook message. 
we'll talk because you keep harassing all of my friends on Facebook. I'll try to answer all your questions. It took me about an hour and a half to two hours. And then by the end of it, we were on the same page and we're cool now. But like, are you guys friends now? Yeah, we're, and I, I like him. I think he's a cool dude. Um, and I'm, I'm hoping to like grab a drink with him if I'm ever in the area, but like, and hate women together. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, he's, he's already pre, he was already pretty cool on all of that. And that was the thing is that I think he was ready to be liberal about this particular topic, but he was already liberal about everything else. So like how much, you know, when I come up against like an alt-right troll, what what could I possibly cover? How much difference can I make? I'm, I'm just realizing that it'll it's starting to feel a little exhausting. So I'm going to make fun of them sometimes, and then other times I'm going to ignore them. What can the Indian, Indian community do about all these garbage politician Indians? Mm-hmm. Honestly, encourage kids to pursue careers that interest them. But uh, not in politics? Well, no, in okay. politics if they want. Like I, I, I had a friend uh, from high school who who was like who was saying that he wants to get into politics, and I was like, you should. Like you're is you're, he Indian? Yeah, he's Indian. Okay. He's uh, he's like sharp. He's very very uh, charming. He's very nice. I think he would deal with assholes really well. Oh, not like me. You know, I was who's that one representative? Ro Khan. Ro Khanna. Ro Khanna. Is he yeah, Indian? Here. Yeah, he's brown. Is he a good one? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> but I I got that from. <laughs> Uh, God, why am I Francesca? Because mm. Francesca was telling me that like he basically what he was trying to do was position himself in line with all of the tech companies and then be their face. Sure, that was very evident. Yeah, sure. Okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, so that's kind of the way that he was going yeah. that way. So I mean, he's, he's I think re- it's just because I think in order to to even play in that arena, mm. you need to have some sort of financial backing. Mm-hmm. And I think that puts a lot of people in, in like a corner. Right. Uh, I'm not trying to defend him, but I'm just trying to, I was thinking like if I had to take some company's money in order to enter the arena, mm-hmm. I would probably be, I could sleep at night being their face. Right. Right. And I, uh, based off of what we were talking about on the last podcast, um, we were talking about representation and Dinesh D'Souza. Um, and how he's the perfect representation of Indian <laughs> people. <laughs> and I, you know what it is? Well, I Emran, think it's... It was hilarious because Emran says, like, uh, he designated uh, Dinesh D'Souza as an Uncle Tom. Right. Mm-hmm. But then I made the current argument that what, because there are so many garbage Indian representatives, mm-hmm. maybe Emran is the actual Uncle Tom. <laughs> It's reverse psychology. <laughs> it was very funny. You're on the side of the, the good white yeah. people. <laughs> I also think it's because it's easier to move up the ladder if you are brown and Republican. Totally. It is like you get shot up to the front immediately. I would totally agree. Whereas if you're a Democrat, you have to work all your way up. Right, right. If you are yeah. basically a person of color and agree with Republicans, they will push you on the stage immediately. And that's what happened. Like right. Din- Dinesh, right. when he made that fucking Obama movie, got pushed to, to the forefront immediately. Right. Same thing uh, with, God, Bobby Jindal. Uh, and so it's tokenism. S- and the second he yeah. said that the Republican Party was valuing being stupid and uneducated, immediately he drops off the radar and he hasn't gotten a single... Pushed since Bobby Jindal. Yeah, oh. he's because, done because I think he felt bad. Did you hear that his biology professors wrote a letter condemning him? Good. Yeah, I was very happy because he has a degree in biology. Did and they make him? Still doesn't uh, think evolution did happened. they make him color his portrait darker? <laughs> <laughs> that was like the icing on the cake for me. I saw that picture and I was like, "Fuck this dude." Yeah. yeah. Fuck him. Yeah. He he clearly hates himself. Yeah. He drank the Kool Aid. He drank. Do you the think Kool-Aid. he hates himself or he hates you guys? 
I think he hates both. Okay, yeah, he, for sure. I think like I think also I, it's because I, to be he. Fair, I think I hated Indian people growing up for sure. He, oh, he was, fascinating! Talk about that. <laughs> he was well, born in the seventies, yeah. right? Yeah. So I think America was a very different time right. than it was for Indian people in the seventies than it was in the eighties mm-hmm. than it was in the nineties, obviously. Mm-hmm. And so like he played the game the way that he was taught in his era, and then right. society passed him by so quickly, and everybody was like, "You called yourself Bobby." Because of a fucking TV show? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Why is this? Like, nobody's falling for yeah, this. Yeah, what are you, Martian Manhunter? Yeah, like, what is this? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you're a human being. And it's just like, and <laughs> I think he, he went for the presidency. He went all in and he lost. And I have no idea what he's going to do now. I mean, he's a Rhodes Scholar. I think. Yeah, well, but, like, if he's going to betray but, his education to the degree... Because, like, you, did you read the article he wrote about being at an exorcism? And uh, he went to Brown University. Uh, he got an <laughs> Ivy League... By, yeah, I know. I knew you would like that, so that's why I mentioned it for David. I knew you would get a kick out of it. So there you go. Uh, Thank that you. That was a present for you. <laughs> and then, uh, but he got a degree in biology, and then he, he just, like, would be like, oh, evolution didn't happen. It's like, how do you... How do you spend years studying biology and not... Anyway, and then the point is... That um, he he betrayed that, and then he betrayed, and then he was like, exorcisms are definitely real. And then this was like a, an event where a bunch of people had tied down a young college girl to a bed and were trying to exercise her. So like, you know, uh, he just watched a torture scene and was like, this is correct. Listen, man, you don't know what Louisiana voters are like. <laughs> I, I, I how guess proud I do you think his parents are? Probably mad proud, right? Because, like, they're at a dinner not party. A, no, not no, anymore. They're at a dinner party. It's like, uh-huh. oh, my kid's a doctor. I say, oh, yeah? Well, my son was the governor of Louisiana. Yeah, so and then you go, the then then they go, you guys are jindles. Nobody likes, like, within yeah. the Indian community, yeah. nobody likes the jindles. I thought yeah. profession trumps racism. No, not I, anymore. I, when I was a kid, when he, like, first broke into the scene, I remember grabbing, like, an India Currents, which yeah. is, like, the local Bay Area Indian magazine. Yeah. And, and then on the cover was Bobby Jindal. And it was just, like, and it was, like, it was, like, a fairly gleaming profile. And I had already seen him online, and I was, like, and this was, like, early days of mm-hmm. internet. And I was, like, this guy does not seem that cool. <laughs> Uh, this is more of like that. We have to support every Indian, but then yeah, almost immediately the yeah. Indian community was like, "No, fuck this guy." This and guy I was like, is Good, a piece you. of shit. Yeah. yeah, I was so glad. Uh, I I still don't. <laughs> Did you see that video? That report of uh, <laughs> the um, the kid and his dad, the Indian kid who was like a huge Trump supporter, and his dad was like, "Oh, I guess I support Trump too." And they went to a Trump rally, and then immediately got like verbally attacked and like forced out of the convention by the white <laughs> Trump supporters. And they were interviewing the kid, and like, yes, the kid is a teenager. I think he was a high schooler, but he goes, "I just." I don't know why they would kick me out. And I'm like, you don't? You don't. He had this like long flowing black hair and he was like fairly light skinned. And so he definitely didn't look as Indian as say someone like his dad. Yeah. yeah, His dad looked very Indian. He just looked like kind of Middle Eastern to, I think, a Trump supporter. So they immediately made that assumption and they kicked him out uh, because they thought he was there to protest. And I was like, yeah, what do you what did you expect from racists? That they wouldn't judge you by your race immediately. <laughs> I don't. I don't get it. Anyway, I don't get these people. Uh, did you want to talk about me hating any people? I'm not trying to dodge that question. No, no, no. Let's do it. Let's okay, do it. Cool. Go into yeah, it. Yeah, I wanted. I wanted to be clear that I'm, I'm, I will answer anything. Um, well, I, I think that was more just that I, I didn't like my parents, and I also barely knew any Indian people growing up because I, I had like some Indian friends growing up because we would go to like family get-togethers and like the kids there, a few of them. I would be very good friends with it. And I, I think, you know, I still have a friendship with like one or two of them now. But um, yeah, I think it was just because 
I, I judged every other Indian person by my parents, and then and then I, I kept meeting like one or two assholes here and there that would just fulfill that confirmation bias. It just became uh, self. So, what did your group of friends look like when? You were middle school, high school. College. Oh, mostly white for sure, all Ooh, the time. Yeah, and then and then and then uh, when I got to high school, it was like a bunch of Asians as well. Is it because like yeah. comedians would say, uh, "Oh, look at you!" Like what one white people approach you, say, "Oh my God, Tiamari, like you're, you're so, so exa- cool." Yeah, you're so cool. <laughs> you're like white. You're but like, ex- explain to you're me the whitest you, Indian guy I've explain ever known. To me that, what, yeah, we'll get, explain yeah. to me what your name means. Oh, that's so fascinating. Right, I love right. your food. Like I was that, that. I would get that sometimes, nice. but uh, may, I, I would also get like a lot of like jokes at my expense. And stuff oh. like that too, for sure. Uh, it was but that's how you like show that. love, man. Yeah, well, I mean, from like people that I barely knew in high school, you where I was just like, I don't know, you're <laughs> like that. Like, I, I was in, I was in class one day, and then just people were talking about tanning salons, and I, I had this bit because, like, you know, even before you do comedy, you have bits that you would tell your friends and stuff, right? Like running jokes and stuff like that. Yeah. And so I would joke. I was like, I was like, oh yeah, I, those people always make me laugh because uh, I'd like to imagine that they are going to tanning salons to look more like me. That yeah. was like the bit. It right. was like a funny thought. Right. And then this girl interrupts me and goes, no, no one wants to look as dark as you. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> okay. It was a joke first off, but also fuck you. What's wrong with how dark I am? <laughs> Shit like that. Shit like that would happen. Or like one girl complained that I was whitewashed. And I was like, well, then what do you want me to do? Do you want me to speak with an accent? Or like, should I work at a 7-Eleven? Or like, what are the... I was asking her first and she got uh, really uncomfortable. <laughs> what does whitewash mean to you then? Um, well, I mean... I, I get that, like, I am fairly white. I make jokes about that all the time. It was more that she was no, complaining what, that I was too whitewashed. What What do you <laughs> define as being white, then? What does being white oh, mean? Uh, I mean, if white in the American sense, I guess. You know, like, fairly, like, uh, uh, yeah, what do I do? I mean, I guess I make jokes about my dancing. Uh, uh, I feel like I sound very white. I think it's mostly my manner, like, my manner of speaking. Um, where like I definitely would be mistaken for a white person over the phone for sure. Would you sound more Indian if you had a British accent? Would I sound more Indian if? I, well, I think to people here, yeah, yeah, I, I think to Britain, people I'd be like, show I, this guy is Indian as fuck with that British accent. <laughs> that is the biggest Uncle Tom I have ever seen. <laughs> I've met some South Indians. One guy was like a graduate student at Berkeley uh, in Indian literature, and he was like, like very like. He was clear that his parents were rich, and he, like, spoke, like, very, like, I'm classy, and, like, here's the class. And, like, you could tell that he came from money and that he yeah. was educated at a British school and okay. stuff like that. Yeah. But you're like, you fucking British collaborator. We know where that <laughs> money came from. <laughs> Honestly, I thought he was kind of cool. <laughs> uh, he was, like, the first person who ever asked me exactly how I pronounced my name because he was, like, I wanted to respect that. And I was like... Oh, yeah, all right. And then he My corrected you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He corrected you. This is how you actually say it. Well, yeah, well, yeah, what I, what it's I said Levy response, Osa. He, 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 he pronounced it, and I was like, yeah, that's that's better than I say it. And then the whole room laughed, and uh, a few months later, I started doing comedy. <laughs> nice. Well, no, it was more like a year, a year and a half Do later. Indian pull your Indian card? Do I pull my Indian no, card? No, do oh. other Indian people pull your Indian card? Like, do they Indian check you? Oh, like they like want to talk to me. Yeah, well, that, I think that's just more an excitement thing. I don't think they're trying to challenge me. Right? I, I don't think anybody really pulls cards after college. That's also true. Yeah. I haven't heard anybody be like, 
like, like you, know, you don't have any people come up to you and be like, oh, where where are you from? Like, oh, no, no, that, like, that's oh, a different. I mean, like nobody be like, oh, you're not Indian. Like nobody really says oh, that kind of oh, shit. That's what you're asking. Yeah, uh, yeah. Nobody says that shit after high no, school, college. Yeah, I, I have not gotten that since like freshman or sophomore year of college. Yeah. yeah. Who's more Indian, you or Amron? <laughs> Probably Amron. I don't know. Man. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I don't know either. I don't know. We, we each have like little aspects that are more Indian than the other. Like you, you pronounce it Hindu. I heard that yeah. earlier, and I was like, nice. Uh, <laughs> it's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's Hind don't really. <laughs> I know he's so also he's Muslim, so oh. Hind does Hinduing. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know who would be the most more Indian. I, I was gonna say that you maybe you're more Indian in that like you're still in contact with your family and stuff, but then maybe uh, maybe it doesn't you're more really Indian because I talk about it more. <laughs> How often do you no eat idea. Indian food? Um, oh well, Jordan, I make Indian food at home. Boom, so, he wins. Yeah. But my white partner and I make Indian food at home, so. <laughs> so you win. Mm. Um, yeah, I made her assimilate. So you have not watched Black Panther yet? <sighs> no, I, I'm very excited to watch it, though. The Ta-Nehisi Coates run was, like, really, really good and got me hyped. Very true. Yeah. Uh, what is your reasoning for not watching Black Panther? Um, part of it was just, honestly, I've been too busy. Uh, but then... Part of it is that I just don't like going to theaters opening week. I know I know that it impacts sales, but like, how many people are like me, you know, who yeah. want to just go to theaters later to avoid bigger crowds? That's, that's exactly all. what I do. I can't I can't stand crowds, and I always wait. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's a theater here that like I, you can buy seats. Yeah. Now, like assigned seats. Yeah. And I was like, oh, after that, I don't want to go to a normal theater. Right. Right. With representation. Yes. Is there a Indian superhero that you would like to see, and do you think? That Indian superhero could be hyped up the same way Black Panther has been hyped up. I was thinking about that two days ago. And nice. I was talking about it with someone, so thank you for asking. Um, I think, unfortunately, for someone especially like me to even ever play a superhero, it would have to be like an original character. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking the other day. Because, like, one, there might be Indian superheroes out there, but they're always like, comically Indian, you know? They're like, how Indian can we make this superhero? I don't think Miss Marvel is that way, though. Um, well, Kamala Khan? Yeah. That's true. Um, is she Indian? Is she? That, I, I don't know. You. I okay. thought she is Indian. I know she's <laughs> she Muslim. Might, she is Muslim. I'm pretty sure she's Indian. What's Kamala know. Khan? What kind of name is that? Kamala? Well, Kamala Harris is yeah, a... Yeah, Kamala Harris. Yeah. Is the same name. Uh, I mean, I can Google it real quick. But yeah, I, so if more characters like that are made in time, but they would have to make a character that was like kind of would be a good fit for me. I, I just don't. No, maybe I'd have to write my own story. How do you feel about Chinese Superman and Chinese Batman? Um, I didn't know about Chinese Batman. Uh, I think, yeah, they kind of expanded out to their own Justice League. Oh, cool. Yeah, I mean, I again, like, I... I I'm, the Chinese would bootleg superheroes. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you debating about yeah. saying that joke. But all right. <laughs> uh, I saw his real was he like, should I? It's, yeah, it's the uh, Superman knockoff. It's the... it's. It's Captain Superman. Um, have you seen those like knockoff toys where they're always like slightly yeah, off? Yeah, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. I've been to a flea market in my day. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, so I. <sighs> Wait, there's Wait, no Indian point? superhero right now? Not like it's undeniably. Not that we know of. No, no, it's so, just. Yeah. It's just Ms. Marvel. I, I mean, I think like maybe a character that could be justifiable is someone like the Atom or something, but like. Do, he's would he's I Korean. Play? He's Korean, so I don't want to take that away from like a Korean person for any. I don't want to and end night trauma on new, this. The new Hulk like, is also Korean. Yes. And Thor's a woman. Yes. 
So I mean, yeah, so that's the thing is that like I, with like the Chinese Superman, that that was what I was gonna say earlier. It was just that like. I, I am all for a bunch of these new, more diverse hero casts. That's fine with me, and that's awesome. But, like, I, I don't know how many times we can just, like, put an ethnicity in front of an already existing superhero character. Be like, female Thor, uh, black Captain America, Hispanic Captain America, Chinese Superman. Like, it, it's just, it's going to get tired after a while. And I understand that's the issue, is that American comics are so monolithic, it's, like, hard to just break and, like, make something completely new. But people do it. Did you have any, but they don't have the same kind of following. Did you have any heroes growing up? That's true. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, Peter Parker, for sure. No, like Indian heroes. Oh, did uh, you did you like Indian Spider Man? His, <laughs> no, his I didn't. name. I forgot what his he name. He had like Aladdin pants, and he had like curled slippers. Yeah, he had curled slippers. I've which I've never are, seen an Indian person wear curled slippers. I, I have. It's oh, during okay. weddings. Yeah. Oh, oh, right, right, right. right. That's true. Uh, Actually, I have that, seen that in. Yeah, that's the, the only time. His name was like, I don't know, Peter Patel, I think. Yeah. And his girlfriend, Mary Jane, her name is Mila John, which yeah. means my love. Right. It's not a name. It's just the same initials. Mm-hmm. And he would, I don't know what he swang on because there were no high-rise buildings in India at that time. Right. It, it's, it was just, it made so no that, sense. that's exactly what I'm talking no about. Sense. Yeah. So we got nothing But he much. did become governor of Louisiana. So that was a pretty <laughs> sweet story. Uh, but I mean, I guess going back to Hinduism, like, yeah, the Indian heroes I had were the heroes of the ancient Indian epics. Like there are stories about them. There's like a dude that was just like Hercules and there was a dude that was like, you know, like Hermes and like, you know, with really cool stories. Did you dress up like him? was like, hey, for Halloween, I want to be... Uh, something, something. I tried in I tried in kindergarten, but uh-huh. but the only thing I could come up with was Indian Prince as the theme. And my mom made me like a little outfit. Wait, Indian Prince like the musician Prince? No, <laughs> that would have been, <laughs> no, like, no, been no, amazing. No, 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 no. That would have been amazing. Brown I, I <laughs> my mom like knew that I basically just It'd wanted be to gold look rain, like buddy. It'd be gold. Oh my bad. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to look like Prince Abu, you know, because Aladdin was like the only oh. role model that brown boys had in America. I feel like you guys overlook Mowgli, but whatever. No. He, I, d- I did not overlook him. I dismissed him. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to be a, a skinny, Nobody. bony kid in, an, in underwear? Like, that's... Mowgli's body is what my body actually looked like <laughs> as a kid. Why do I want it? Why, like, people will be like, you like Mowgli? I'm like, I'm definitely not like Mowgli under these clothes. I don't get it. <laughs> Aladdin hung out with a monkey. Mowgli yeah, hung out with a monkey. He was, like, he was, like, buff and cool. Was and, he like, buff? Women he was just him. lean. Well, Compared yeah. to fucking <laughs> Mowgli. He was a child. <laughs> exactly. You were buff. And Mowgli, <laughs> buff Mowgli. I want Buff yeah. Mowgli. Fine, like write the sequel to Mowgli. He's probably ripped by Mo- now. Mowgli <laughs> too. Like, Still in the jungle. <laughs> Mo- Mowgli was like uh, our like like Steve Urkel, and and Aladdin was like the closest we had to like a James. He Dean was Stefan. Like yeah, he was like a cool bad boy. He was a thief, and and then he became the hero at the end. And the girls liked him. The girls loved him. But here's the thing: I I think when it comes to Indian people and representation, we get we should have like an asterisk. Next to us, because mm. I believe that even though we might yeah, not, Aladdin was even Indian. No, I know, but what I'm trying <laughs> to say is, like, even though we didn't have a lot of representation here in the United States, we still had Bollywood, right? And even though, like, a lot of people shit on Bollywood and hate Bollywood, I've, I've been thinking about it. And Do I'm they? Like, I feel like most people love it. I hate it. It's but that's me. I've I've come like to you two actually, hate it. no, I've come it to appreciate it. I've come to appreciate it as I grow older uh-huh. because what I realize is like. In Bollywood movies, even though I didn't like them as children, what mm. it teaches you subconsciously is you can be anything. That's true. You can be the hero. You can be the bad guy. Right, right, right. You could be the goon. You could mm-hmm. be the fucking cop. It doesn't matter at all. And yeah. I think that kind of affects us 
Yeah. Just kind of living here where it's just like, oh, it's like, you guys are dumb. You're like, what? We can be, have you not? Seen Bozzyguard? Like, like, no, we haven't. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? It's like, we're pretty fucking dope. I don't know That's what you're true. talking about. Yeah, Our come, fight scenes are amazing. Have you seen Indian fight scenes? Physics yeah. does not apply at all. I, I looked no, up to, you could either be a street rat, evidently, <laughs> or some skinny kid with a right. friend who is a bear. I, yeah, that just reminded me. I was like really into Kamala Hassan, um, who was a very famous South Indian uh, movie actor. He oh. was Tamil. And he was like... It was funny because they would like deify movie actors in India yeah. and they would give them like titles like superstar and megastar and things yeah. like that. Oh, yeah, we've talked about this before. Uh, but like, yeah, Kamala Hassan was like an interesting guy because he was this buff dude with like a dope mustache mm-hmm. and like he everyone loved him. But like he also had comedy chops. And so like he had like a Jackie Chan-esque quality to him. And I, I, I yeah, I, I think I really enjoy that because like my uncles would like talk about how they loved how cool he was, but how funny he was, too. And so being funny was cool in my mind. Knowing what you guys know about toxic masculinity now, mm-hmm. would you elevate Mowgli higher? <laughs> because your complaints about Mowgli seems to be derived from, oh, he's a tiny, skinny well, weakling. Yeah. In, in the context of our childhood, we never wanted to be Mowgli. But like, yeah, Mowgli's all right. No, not <laughs> for me. Yeah, well, I think he's trying his best. He's just a kid who's trying his best. Wait, what about that one uh, Jungle Book to movie, me, like the live action one? To me, the whole that story, one, I like that. Wasn't the he like entire story guy? is stupid. Oh, that one. I'm just like... He was running from a snake. No. It was like Harry Potter. No Indian person is going to see a baby in the jungle and be like, ah, the wolves will raise him. Like, right, that's right, right, not... Right. First... I thought a panther raised him. Yeah, well, because it's... Basically, the Jungle Book is a story that could be told for any ethnicity. And that's the issue, really. Anybody who has access to a jungle. Well, yeah, but it's it only set in an Indian jungle because Richard Kipling was an Indian... Uh, the Indian version of a weeaboo. Or the white version of an Indian weeaboo. Whatever. I don't know. He, he, had a, he had a dumb obsession with Indian culture, but he wrote about it in a very white boy way. Who wins in a fight? Mowgli or Tarzan? <laughs> <laughs> Tarzan's a man. Yeah. Tarzan's a grown Growing man. up Mowgli. <laughs> uh, I'm grown up Mowgli. Well, grown Wait, up Mowgli, same story, right? Up, no, no, no. Grown so Mowgli's actually the coolest character in Fables. Have you read Fables? Oh, I thought... I saw the... Mowgli or Jungle Book 2, I think there is another, and he actually like gets integrated into society. Right, right. But I don't think he grew up in that one, did he? I don't remember. Oh, you mean the live action one? Yeah. That that one was kind of cool. But but I'm talking about like the fables, the comic book. Um, ever heard? Oh no, it's 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 this. The premise is that uh, every fictional story's main characters are, are they all exist, mm-hmm. and then they come to New York. Um, and Mowgli is actually one of them, and he's like known as like the best tracker in the world, and he's like an adult, and like there are really a lot of cool scenes where he takes on people. Cool. So he's a cool Indian character. <laughs> I would play Mowgli and uh, adult Mowgli in a Fables live action movie. Okay, uh, maybe I'm not tall enough. I don't know. Second so question. Well, actually, question. I think you would be fine because he would clearly be malnourished. <laughs> <laughs> he's not going to be like I don't know, man. six he's, five and jacked. He's he's kind of hot in the comics. He's just like this tall dude, like chiseled jaw, like long flowing hair. You know. All right. Such toxic masculinity. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he's just. I guess the author of Jungle Fever or something. I don't know. Oh. Mm. Well, I wanted some of that spice. Why do so many Indian comedians <laughs> date white women? Um, I've dated more than white women. Yeah, I don't. You can't just reduce me to my partner right now. Uh, Yeah, show's called Bad Asian. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I don't think I ever actively pursued white women. Uh, Looking back at like, seems to be a theme though. Well, I think that was again just like demographic. I just I'm around more white people, so just law of averages (laughs) more than anything. You know, Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I I feel like all of the have you dated a brown woman? I've approached. 
I went out on like a day. Well, so the thing is, that I don't. I that's barely no. have any dating experience. Well, because oh. Jordan, Jordan is the first person that I've ever been with. Oh, and that's, that's right. With. Yeah, that's right. So I went on like kind of a date with a Hispanic woman, mm. uh, and I, I've asked out a few girls before that, but like you know, it was just like very on a whim or not a, on a whim. <laughs> that seems dismissive. Uh, very uh, like me just testing the waters and trying to meet people. But uh, yeah, I, I don't think I ever. It was just like a, a gamut of just different ethnicities. <laughs> I was asked recently if I had a preference mm-hmm. in terms of race-wise, mm. as far because like my girlfriend's black, right? So, but I was asked if I had a preference of whether or not um, what race I would prefer my girlfriend to be, and I said a- Asian because just mm. it'd be easier. Yeah, overall. it'd be easier to raise kids and just understanding oh, and well, like yeah. merging into so, families and all that family, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But, well, no, just like. Overall, it'd just be easier because yeah. most of my friends are Asian. Sure. So, sure. like, there's just uh, certain kind of things where you don't have to explain anything. Now, I'm perfectly happy with my girlfriend right mm-hmm, now, mm-hmm. and presumably for the long term, if she I, listens to this podcast. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> but uh, in the grand scheme of things, like, sure, it doesn't matter. But when you break down, like, preferences, so, like, my girlfriend's a picky eater, I would prefer her not to be a picky eater. Right, but, right. you know, you accept well, these so, things for the so people. Yeah, you what, love. You, what you're asking for is a cultural thing. So, like, well, if you can meet a non Asian woman, yeah, who I'm just saying, like, all of those things. Do you prefer if you do you guys have a preference? No. I, I, I know I don't because I've definitely crushed on like a, a wide variety of women, I feel. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I even have a type, if I'm being completely honest at this point. I mean I might have like kind of one, but not really. Uh, I think I'm it's pretty gorgeous. sure we can break down if you guys have a type or not, if you if you give you guys enough of us parameters i think i could i think i have a type personality wise but that's that's the whole thing of like do you want to just be around this person more and if you don't then why are you spending time with this person right besides i guess having sex uh but that's the whole point right is that a bunch of people tolerate shitty personalities just to get laid and then that's that's my read on it as someone with no experience (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what do you guys think do you guys think i'm off mark no, I'm off that's, base. that's reasonable. I accept that from you. Yeah, Good. I get it. I think it makes sense. Good. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't really have a type either. To me, it just boils down to, do I want to hang out with you? Mm-hmm. That's really what it is. And if the answer is no, then I'm out. I mean, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, there's like a lot of confirmation bias. Like, I think I avoided Indian women for, through college and stuff like that because I was just worried that they would, I wouldn't find someone I would get along with. But like, that was insane in retrospect. I you know what? You know, I want to, I I maybe it was a little like, arrogant too. One thing I do hate was like, I, I genuinely had a hard time making friends with Indian girls mm. because there was always like some sort of weird marriage component, like sure. an uh, unspoken sure. thing where they were sure. like, oh, this guy is brown and this girl is brown mm-hmm. and they hang out and they get along together oh they're just gonna get married and that's just it's that, this that, weird like, mentality joke yeah. yeah yeah it's this weird mentality yeah. but it's like it's a real fear that you have when you grow up yeah uh, at least i did where i yeah, was just totally. like oh i'm trying to hang out with this girl and they're like oh you guys are gonna get married and i'm like what the f- why is that the first thing right, 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 out exactly. of your mouth like exactly. i don't i don't uh, which I, which is ironic. Well, have you been to like an Indian wedding? They're pretty dope. Maybe he just wants to go to a dope party <laughs> and see an elephant. You ever think about that? No, dude. Well, there's it about no yourself. fucking also, elephant at my wedding. Also, I will say I that, know that that I think a bigger reason, a big reason, and also like maybe more of like a petty reason that I didn't hang out with a lot of Indian people. And I, I think we talked about this before, and you agreed because you that, wanted to be the most exotic one in the group. No, nope, <laughs> it was just, it was it was so clicky. So like, if you make oh. friends with like one Indian person, uh-huh. then you have to hang out with like thirty Indian students because like. I I would always make fun of like the Indian culture clubs at Berkeley because I was yeah. just like I would call them the homesickness clubs. 
because that's all it was. They just India is so family focused, right? That the second you're away from family, you're like, I need family. What culture is not family focused? Uh, Western ones, American ones. Like uh, I, I've heard Indian older Indian people like laugh out loud at stories of their white friends having their parents visit and the parents stay in a hotel. Like I've heard Indian ad- parents like laugh <laughs> so hard at the idea. They're like, "What? That's crazy! What's wrong with these white Why people?" Why would I spend money when you have a house? Yeah, yeah. It, it's that's absurd to them. And uh, and and to be fair, I, I that's a part of a family based culture that I like. The idea that you are really ready to be there for the rest of your family. But, um, but, but then, are you ready to be there for the rest of your family? A lot of my family, but that's, that's <laughs> what I, well, so that's, I think that's the balance, right? <laughs> Right. That's a no, bro. That's but a no. Yeah, well, no, my brother and I have definitely openly talked about how neither of us uh, would ever, ever want our parents to live with us again. It would be a living hell. Really? It would Damn. be the fucking worst. Would you, could you guys take one apiece? They can't live with each other, so why, why would, would... you guys take one apiece? God, no. I, 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 okay, well, so the point is that no one would want uh, one of them. No one, no one would want one of them. And then the other uh, would be, if anything else, just an incredible inconvenience. Um, would you put them in a home? Mm, so no. you're telling me no, if your actually, mom actually I do have another idea for both of them. If your mom shows up at your doorstop crying with yeah. a fucking suitcase, you're just gonna be like, get the fuck out of here. I don't think I would do that, but that's only because And then she's I gonna start wanna... living in the house. Well no, then I mean I can forcibly remove her at one point or another or <laughs> commit her fifty one fifty or whatever, you know? That's fine. I have more than enough reason to to okay. justify that. Yeah. But like it's Wait, I'm, wait, what is it what does that mean? Committed fifty one fifty? Oh, it's oh. when you're insane and they commit you. Yeah, that's a police code. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I do. I do want to very be very clear. It's it's not because uh, I, I wouldn't like lie to just to get her committed. That would be so fucked up on so many levels. I've I've had friends who have uh, dealt with that kind of stuff, and mm-hmm. and it's not a good thing to have to happen to someone. But I just know that that's what she would threaten to do immediately. So okay. uh, if she did, then I would have justification to get her out of my apartment. Okay, um, but like. And I, I, I know what, that's where it would go. That's the whole issue is that I knew I knew I, I can play it out of my head like minute by minute and know exactly what would happen. Mm. And that would happen every day. So what do and you do with your old myself. parents? Yeah, um, what are you going to do with your old parents? And you too. So, I mean, my mom dropped this idea once, uh, kind of in anger, but it really stuck with me. Just She was just like, I should just go live in an ashram. And, What's that? Um, it's, it's like a, it's like a, like a nunnery. <laughs> Is, like is that the Hindu, best Hindu temple? Pretty much. Yeah. Like a community, you know, like a, a basically a socialist uh, uh, heathen paradise. No. Um, it's just it's just a bunch of devout people living together. And, and oh, a commune. Yeah, a commune. More or less. Yeah. And, and like like the Darjeeling Unlimited, the whole premise of that movie is that the, the three brothers are going to see their white mom who lives in an ashram. Ah, and that's why they're traveling tried. across India. It's, it's an okay film. It's all right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, and then she mentioned that and I was like, Oh uh, yeah, that would actually be perfect because then I would make sure that that would for sure make sure that you were like taken care of, taken care of, safe, and like away and from I, me. And yeah, exactly, I don't have any of the guilt. And then for my dad, <laughs> I feel like I just offer like him a pl- another place somewhere else in India where he wanted, and then like a, a stipend. I don't know, a guilt tax is what my, a lot of my friends call that kind of mm. stuff. A lot of my friends have similar issues. So. How about you, Emran? Well. Strap them to a rocket off to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> you have like a bunch of siblings, don't you? Or no, just two? I have two siblings, mm. but better chances. They <laughs> are. My parents are moving back, and my brother is living with them. So, oh, we're good. Okay. But what happens when they're old? My brother's living with them. Uh, well, what happens when he decides, hey, I want to be selfish now? Because you're the firstborn. Then I will have to take him in. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. 
Both the, of them? And, and that's the, yeah, Imran's definitely the more common, I think, mindset here. It's like yeah. both of them, it's like, hey, you guys have to get a divorce because I'm only taking one <laughs> of you guys and the other one lives with my sister. Yeah, I can tell you this, if I don't have kids, right. they will not want to spend, spend any time with me. Yeah. <laughs> Their number one is grandkids. Like, that's all, they just want to hang out with my right. sister's kids. And I mean, to be fair, want. again, I think they'd be like pretty cute babysitters to your grandkids. Yeah, like, they, that's all hear, they do. That's yeah, all they do. Your parents are yeah. nice people yeah. and like, and I, I also feel like what, what you'd be able to do is set boundaries with them. Yeah, Especially absolutely. if you were living with, say, a white partner. Yeah. Have they accepted your white girlfriend yet? <laughs> they have not met her yet. Okay. But I they didn't, know, I, right? I didn't yeah. ask if they... Yeah, that's what I thought. Met her. I asked if they have accepted her. I, or it's like, this is a cute phase everyone's going through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear that stuff can take years. No, my mom's... I think my mom's on board and my dad is coming around. Mm. So we'll see. That's fair. So they both live with you when you're they're old? Yeah, I mean, if they don't have any other choice, I don't want them to live on their own and then slip and fucking break a hip right, and exactly. die. That's the fear. Yeah, I feel like what in about India too, if you robot, you can get them a man. If I could find a robot <laughs> to take care of them that looked exactly like me, I would totally do that. Totally, I'd clone myself and then be like, "You're one function." Hilarious. So, what if the <laughs> robot default is like white skin? Would you rip off that white skin, or would you like paint it brown? <laughs> I would just throw it. I throw it in a tanning machine. <laughs> what, what kind of and then it comes out like two. And then it's like ah, too dark. <laughs> Knowing me, I'd buy a sex robot and just flash the firmware because it could be cheaper. <laughs> If anything, if they make a robot like that, I feel like a feature would be that you could electronically change the skin color. Like there's like a fucking app, it's like melat mel- eye melatonin or something. Or you, like could just, you could just ask Google to change the skin color. Yeah, Google like maybe darker. Yeah. People are like, I want Indian features, but light skin. <laughs> so it's a good one of the good robots. Do you have yeah. a slightly toasted white robot? <laughs> Yeah, my parents would not be able to tell if I replaced myself with a robot. I think that would actually work out pretty great. For reals. <laughs> that's kind of sad, man. Yeah, but that's <laughs> great uh, because it's not like they would ever make eye contact with that robot. You know what I mean? So uh, it would be cool. It would be mm. chill. What about you? Are you? I mean, Guilt you're free. taking care of your parents right now. Yeah. But what happens when, you're, when your brother graduates? Oh, they're just moving in with me. I don't even have a choice in the matter. It's <laughs> like, hey, I'm here now. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? So your brother's scot-free? Yeah, he's the youngest, so he gets to live the uh, carefree, right. fun life. Right. Mm. He gets to live the American dream. <laughs> Although, ironically enough, he's going back to Vietnam, and he only bought a one-way ticket. So who knows? Like That's kind of the kind of freedom that he has. Wow. So it's like, hey, I'm just going to you know, eat, that pray, love. Okay. That, that is kind of why, that's another reason why Jordan and I kind of don't want kids, is just the freedom that comes with not having children. <laughs> And the, the uh, financial freedom and the like, freedom to travel and the the ability you know, to make choices. Yeah, but then when you get old, robots. Nobody will take care of robots. You. But you know, like robots are already set up to take care of the aging population. I, I in Japan. understand they pe- don't have enough young people. I understand people saying that you know kids are a hindrance to mm-hmm. being able to like drop everything and do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But I always felt like I have such a good family support system where I can just like drop off my kids with any one of my yeah, siblings or my parents true. and be like. Bye. Yeah. yeah, to be fair, I guess I'd have friends that would totally do that. No problem. <laughs> yeah. Because as soon as I have kids, my family. like as soon as I have kids, I'm mm. going to be like the person who loves them the fifth most. Oh, okay. <laughs> because that's okay. how much my other family members will like love 
my child. Like I'm gonna be like so far down the rung. Yeah, you're just gonna be intentionally distant. No, it's, it's like uh, I have a joke about that. My girlfriend loves me more than I love her, and people are like, "Oh my god, how can you say that?" But like, it's not it's not uh, a software issue. It's a hardware issue. It's like she just has more capacity. Gotcha. You understand? It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. a hard drive. She has a terabyte, and I'm just like two fifty six. It's like there's nothing I can do. Is to that ink. why you're always so delightfully neutral? <laughs> well, I'm very so I'm, chill. I'm hyper right. self aware. Mm, okay. So yeah. I I know my uh, capacity limitations. Like she just like I think with most people, like they're not aware that uh, in any relationship and in any dynamic, it's not going to be truly equal. So if you think you're going to love your girlfriend as much as she loves her, or if you guys don't know the uh, the right amount of yeah. what you're capable of, then yeah. you're going to drive yourselves crazy because you're going to expect that person to love you as much as they uh, that you love them or sure. vice versa. And so that's going to drive you nuts. It's like, well, how come this person is not doing what I'm willing to do for them? It's like, listen, right. that's just not within their capability. So like, I realized that about myself with my girlfriend. So I was like, listen, this is what I'm capable of. You're, and you love me so much, you're going to accept it. Yeah, yeah. I think you're totally right. I, I remember reading uh, a similar theory about relationships. Mm-hmm. Like the idea is that if, if a relationship is 100, mm-hmm. then you, you're almost never going to have a couple where each one person is giving 50%. Correct. Uh, and then sometimes, like the person who gives 80 every time and is happy to do it, sometimes yeah. they're like, I can't. I can only give 60. And then I think what tests that relationship is if the other person, the 20, can bring it to 40 just for that period of time. <laughs> Yeah, and it's not like uh, I don't like I love her as much as I could possibly love someone, mm-hmm. right. but mm-hmm. she just can love me so much more that That's it adores me. And when yeah. you look at it from a uh, outside optics is like oh this person is like completely selfish this person loves that person much more he's a piece of shit it's like no yeah. that's that it's just like my like she and i both have great senses of, senses of humor i'm mm-hmm. way more funnier than her <laughs> like no one's gonna expect her to be f- as funny as me and like that'd be insane to do so but like when it comes to like loving and caring uh-huh. why is it that you know you're expecting to be equal like I, it's I just respect not the possibility that. and i feel kind of bad for making fun of you for being ruthlessly pragmatic because i feel like david it's definitely more. Would you? Well, okay. Let me ask you this: w- Would there be an amount of money that someone could pay you to kill one of us? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. See, that's what I figured. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what would be the price for each of us? Now I really want to know. Uh, and I'm not going to be offended. Enough where yourself. I can first pay off all the lawyers and then <laughs> live comfortably after that. Okay, but then so let's let's say all so of three hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> let's say all of those fees are covered. Okay. What would be the amounts for me? For you? Yeah. To kill you? Yeah. Uh, it has to be at least some kind of millions. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. How would you? you how would you do like it? in a thousand or something? Huh? <laughs> how would you do it? Well, well, it depends on the money. Okay. So yeah. I'm, like, I'm asking you, like, are you gonna do like with a knife? Or are you gonna do it with a gun? Oh, or? I have to physically kill you. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> then the price just goes up. <laughs> oh, well, okay. So then, would firearms make it easier? Yeah. So okay. like the the. The Remember, quicker, guns don't kill people. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> David I, I kills would say us. <laughs> the quicker and easier the death, the lower the amount. Uh huh. But the longer and harder the death, the higher. Like, if I have to physically, like, strangle you to gotcha. you die, yeah, yeah, yeah. then it has to be, like, uh, tens of millions. Mm. Would you cry, do you think? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I don't, like... What a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you coward. Yeah. <laughs> but I would take Fucking my money to, like, pay of off... joy. <laughs> pay off the reporters to omit that from <laughs> the story. <laughs> So you still need to maintain your badass image. <laughs> so it listen, it's like he murdered them. <laughs> no tears involved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to make sure that people think you're cool uh, after all of it. That's you know what I really appreciate that you answer that so honestly. <laughs> I'm like feeling kind listen, of listen, like you know, all great uh, 
what does it say behind every wealthy person there's mm-hmm. a great crime something like that yeah yeah that's fair like everything's blood money yeah um, so yeah. whether or not i live off of the slave labor of others or i make my money off of strangling emron to death so in yeah, the grand cosmic scheme of things it's all the same hopelessly naive to assume that you could reach like mega wealth by only fucking over other wealthy people you know what I mean? Like you'd have to, you have to fuck up the lives of a lot yeah, of poor I, people as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Again, like uh, I <laughs> really rough. do pride myself in self awareness. Where mm-hmm. it's like I'm, I know I'm gonna have to like crush people to get to where I need to go. Well, crush like you mean in the comedy world? Like yeah, absolutely. Do, like, uh, do you mean by subterfuge, like underhanded crushing, or do you mean well, it could be with, both? No, with yeah, like with yeah. my awareness is like I'm pretty upfront. Like I've told Emron repeatedly since we started this uh, our comedy partnerships, mm. like. As soon as Hollywood tells me, you Emron's got to go. Emron's got to go. Wow. So you're like willingly Bojack Horseman in this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Bojack is like depressed. Well, that's because he feels bad, and you you wouldn't is what you're saying. You're, well, you're, well, he like, has an understanding that we can only take each other so far. Yeah. Unless I, we I blow up together. That. Yeah. No, no. Like well, it, again, like you live an honest life. And right, right, right. I, I I feel like I presented this early enough with Emron mm-hmm. where. If he, when I eventually cut him loose from my life, All right. and he gets upset, I'm not gonna feel as bad because I will, it's like, I listen, will not <laughs> feel upset. <laughs> I, like, listen, <laughs> this is. But the question is more like, how, would you do it in like a backstabby way? Like, oh, would would that be okay with you? Because I, I was reading this recently. Someone mm-hmm. was complaining about how Arnold was notoriously underhanded in the bodybuilding scene. Yeah. Oh. But then I read his stuff, and I was like, I don't think it's that bad. Like, there was one where he was like flexing with someone else, and he was he like w- he like whispered to the other guy, he was like, I'm really tired. We should just go backstage and chill after this pose. And the guy was like, sure. And then Arnold just kept posing as the guy walked away without looking back because he was trying to look cool. Sure. And then he was like, fuck, I can't just run back out there. So Arnold won. Or like there was other times where I did hear that he, he like gave someone diarrhea pills and that's poisoning. And so that would be very underhanded. I feel, I feel. like Emron's more capable of something that underhanded than me. Really? Would you, would you give someone the runs just to get ahead in the comedy world? No. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Oh, come on. <laughs> this is going on the internet. You can't delete shit on the internet. That's what you don't understand. You already gave I, your plot well, to call your mom crazy when she comes, sure. so you're fucked. What? No, I mean... I have enough foresight to I be like, I will never I hurt anybody. Never, yeah, see, right there. I no, will right never there. do anything to anyone. See, Everyone is my friend. See, I do right it there. differently. I, I admit that I'd want to, but I won't ever do it. I don't think I have. I, I think my conscience is too annoying and obnoxious. I'm a goody two-shoes for sure. Oh. I know I am. But, like, I don't expect people to hold themselves to the same exact standards. Like, if a friend stole something from a convenience store, I'm not the kind of friend to make them go back and do it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to steal something from that convenience store. That's, like, the moral gray area I hang out in usually. Let me put it this way. I hate a jit pie, mm. but I understand what he did. Okay. <laughs> See, <laughs> here's what I would say. I... I am willing to sell out the free internet for the entire right. United States of America for a hundred million dollars and more. Well, okay, so what I would say is just for me. I hate a jet pie, but I also acknowledge his logic for doing what he did. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think he's wrong for doing it. Oh, though. absolutely. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. saying on, on well, some so, level I understand. Yeah. I was like, oh, you're gonna get fifty million. Plus a job All right. that's going to make, I think it was like $5 million at Verizon, Plus, mm-hmm. but that's without Benny's at all. Right, right, right. right. So it's like this dude's going to be banking on the low end $10 million every year after that. 
Right. Yeah, so like when I'm strangling the life out of Emron, uh-huh. he's gonna be like, no. But at the end of the day, like, I understand why you're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> so you could have just, right. you could have just texted me, bro. I didn't have to come here. I was so I wasn't joking earlier when I said that I respect both of you guys for being so pragmatic because like I I think that I can be pragmatic in a similar way, but um, I also acknowledge that I I definitely have some like moral rules that I follow for sure. I don't know why I do it, but I think it's just, I, I think it's just it's because all the I, comic let me, books you read. Let me put it this way. At the end of the <laughs> <Maybe>. day, <laughs> Batman is weak. He <laughs> should just kill the Joker mm-hmm. and then all of See, the problems then, go but away. But then that's the issue is that if a villain is someone who always starts shit and the, the hero is the one who always defends, mm-hmm. the point is that to, to do good, you have to be on, you have to react. Because if you, if you punish people before they do bad things, then this is deep state. Yeah, but after shit. he's murdered like 30 people... Oh yeah, well yeah. I mean, if if there's no other solution, like that, that is where the comic book fails for sure. Yeah. Like if the Joker kills like thirty people and then he escapes and tries to do it again, put him down. Like yeah. the cops are already allowed to do I, that. I don't. I never understood the, the one thing I never understood Shoot, about Batman was like I get that Batman doesn't kill, but why does Gotham not have a death penalty <laughs> at that point? Right. Be like, okay, right. he fucking made a giant penguin explode acid in right. downtown. We're fucking murdering this guy. He's not even murder. Yeah, it's it's like we're killing. Yeah, we're giving him the death penalty. Yeah, this guy has half of his face is on acid and keeps committing crimes in twos towards people. Let's just fucking kill him. Well, so yes, I I try to take like a science atheist look at it, and it it, it, and so I actually don't like the death penalty. I I think I would favor it for like mass Batman criminal like psychopaths, but like or if one of your friends is trying to come up with a couple of million dollars, (laughs) (laughs) yes, I would uh, have him killed. Uh, But like. It, it's it's the death penalty. What I don't like about it is that I think is an escape as an atheist. I think it gives people a cop out and I'd rather have them live out the rest of their lives in the hopes that one day it hits them that they've wasted their entire life. Because if this is the only life you have and there's no proof of an afterlife or anything before it either, then what you did by getting yourself a life sentence is that you lost your one chance to live. And so in some ways that's actually darker, I think, it's than killing someone. It's very much darker, yeah. 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 Like if you talk to prisoners... Uh, like prison is an awful experience. Yeah. Like you're, and, and so like you rob them of their humanity. But right. on the flip side, it costs some money to be there. No, it's actually cheaper to keep them alive than to kill them because of the procedures and the chemicals and all of those kind of things that are involved in death there penalty. There are a lot easier ways to kill people yeah, well, than yeah, yeah. lethal so, injection. So either, either we go for more graphic ways of murdering someone Hang to them save in the money, or we just keep them alive in a small cell. And, and like ideally not... Ideally, offering rehabilitation to whoever we can, but then maybe at the level of our technology, there are some people who aren't redeemable or who don't want to and are capable of it, but just choose not to. I don't know. Where can people find you at? <laughs> this this was a very Wait, serious episode. We I apologize. We're at hour hour seventeen. Hour seventeen. Uh, okay. Yeah. I meant for this to be funnier, and then we talked about serious things the whole time. Sorry. Um, <laughs> was there anything else you wanted to talk about before we sign you off? Uh, Super Trash Brothers. We're doing a lot of stuff. Okay. Um, wait, when is this episode going to come out? Two weeks. Two weeks from now. Okay, cool. All right, so then soon, um, soon uh, the Super Trash Brothers are going to... Two weeks from now, presuming Emron is on track. 
Cool. I am fully on track. Okay, well, so you have a little bit of a buffer after those two weeks anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, but very soon in March, uh, the Super Triathlons are going to be at Twitch headquarters. Oh, and shit. And we're going to be hosting their happy hour. Oh, nice. So we'll be on the front page of Twitch, and you should check that out. What? Give us some views, subscribe to us, and stuff like that. Um, what is Super Trash Brothers? Super Trash Brothers, we're a group of comedians that run drinking video game tournaments in the city. Mm-hmm. And uh, my entire job is to get drunk and heckle people, and I swear I'm funny on that show. So that'll be that. Um, <laughs> you don't think you're funny on this show? Oh, I was worried that I was too depressing on this show. <laughs> That's a... Common concern you keep having when you're around yeah. us, I feel like. Well, not just around <laughs> you guys, around everyone is okay. the thing. I feel like I'm a huge bummer in general. Uh, I'm glad that you guys don't think so. I love no, I think you you're a bummer because you're not Indian, but. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle! Full circle! Yeah, I'm just too white. Oh, um, man. I feel, uh, I feel like there's just some. Maybe it's a. Maybe it's on a scale, but there's like so many other people who are just bummers. Oh yeah, more so than you are. Way more. Maybe so. Maybe so. Uh, and you, uh, I will say, the people who like, even if you are a bummer, you're more than the more talkative ones, so <laughs> more engaging ones. Because yeah. like, when people who are depressed don't want to talk about their problems, then you know what kind of conversation is that to have on That's a podcast? True. Right. That's true. But you're very. Uh, Open and forthright with it. So you don't understand. I've flushed episodes before. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Noted. Uh, well, then I'm happy uh, for all of you to hear about my issues. Um, you can also find me at anything with the name Turamari because how do you spell it that? Is my name T I R U M A R I. Not on Snapchat. Not on. S- I-, I am, but oh, maybe. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm like some dumb name on there. Well, my gamer tag is LOL Butts on most things, so you can check me out on like Overwatch and stuff. Um, how old were you when you made that name? Uh, this was like four years ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not mature. Um, and uh, oh, and the other thing is a like, comedio comedy. Check us out. We're uh, we're we're gearing up for convention. How do you spell comedio? K O M E D I O. That and also our website is K O M E D dot I O, which mm-hmm. we're very proud of. Um, and, and yeah, we do a lot of nerdy comedy around the Bay Area. So check us out there. Yeah. And our podcast, Nerd Rage: The Great Debates. That's all my plugs. Cool. All right, thanks for tuning in, guys. Last question. Oh, yes. one more. When the race wars start, uh-huh. what do you do with your white girlfriend? Uh, well, Jordan has already promised that if any apocalyptic scenario happens, mm-hmm. uh, she's killing herself immediately. Nice. So, so that saves you the trouble. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, there's there's no choice to be made in the race war. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> uh, so so you can't get an answer out of me. <laughs> All right, hi right, guys. All right. I Thank love you, babe. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Imran the G. All right, at David Nguyen. Thank you very much, everybody. Peace.